0: Welcome to Full Circle with Lika, a place of self-expression and holistic exploration of the human experience. I am honored to welcome you on this journey towards liberation, joy and freedom. Make yourself comfortable as we dive deep into spirituality, mindset, self-development and random stories filled with life lessons. Let's step together in that space where we get to unleash our own magic. Hola, hola, welcome to a new episode. I am so honored and blessed to welcome you on this episode where we talk about one of my favorite subjects, sluttery, and being a sacred slut, and sexuality, especially we're going to talk about the sacred slut, so my focus will be around women or people identifying as women or anyone that can relate to that and want to embody their ethical, sacred slut. So, you might be like, what the fuck? Why would I want to be a slut? Because, you know, if you look up the definition of slut or how it is used in our society, it's very, you know, it's an insult it's something that is very offensive. And it basically means that it's a woman that has many casual partners. So already saying that, you know, I'm like, my inner feminist is like burning and boiling inside of me. I'm like, what the fuck? Why would I, why would it be an insult? Because as you know, a man will be glorified for having many partners. And so let's, Try to bring that talk a little deeper and a little bit more interesting than staying stick to genders, also because we're evolving so much and I think that is not so much relevant. And let me introduce my views and my definition of what it means to be a sacred slut. To me, a sacred slut is a woman that is empowered and embodied in the expression of her sexuality. To me, a sacred slut is someone that reclaimed that term and broke free from conditioning around her sexual the the restrictions around her sexuality. It's someone that owns and embodies fully the expression of her true nature of her innocence, of doing whatever she wants with her body and her sexuality, which means that she can have like plenty of partners or plenty of sexual, you know, practices or she can be consciously celibate or she can do whatever the fuck she wants because she's empowered and she's fully, fully present and sovereign and she's her own inner authority when it comes to sexuality which means that she's not defined by her traumas sexual traumas she's not defined by what society school church um parents peers like people around her or society or an environment taught taught her about how she should behave around her sexuality what is right and what is wrong but it's and someone that is very, it's a reclamation, it's a reclamation of power, and authenticity, and, and it's a very big feminine act, fe- feminist, feminist acts, like, you know, like, stepping into that power of, like, I will not be sexualized by society, society anymore, but I'm going to be a sexual being, because there is a big different difference between being sexual, and being sexualized, because sexualized, is a tool of patriarchy to refrain and restrict and oppress woman's sexuality and use it as means to get something like you know, let's say someone is sexualized in an advertisement for a fucking yogurt and you would see her being sexual and like having sex, but it's not meant to empower the woman and it's 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 meant to use her sexuality in order to get something else. Being sexual and being embodied in your sexuality and reclaiming that power and being embodied in your sacred slut means that you have done the work on yourself to deconstruct that inner oppression that we have learned as women or pussy havers or people identifying as women woman, and And to do the to do that inner work of like, I'm gonna be whoever I want, and I'm I'm a sexual creature, and my strength and my power as a woman is in my sexuality, and I reclaim my pleasure and I'm reclaiming my orgasm and I'm reclaiming doing whatever the fuck I want with my fucking ass. And that is very, very, very powerful. And to give you a little bit of backstory. And why I wanted to share that today is because that's something that I invite my clients to embody. It's something that I naturally influence around my friends. I just recently moved in um, with a friend of mine. Uh, She's my roommate. And my roommate was like, this is it. 2022 is going to be me stepping into my sacred slot. And she has a baggage of, you know, trauma and stuff like we all do. Like I have, like most of the women, like actually not most of the women like all the women that I work with has have some kind of trauma whether it's big trauma sexual trauma or light trauma and a disconnection with their pussy with their um, feminine force with their sexual energy and with their sexual expression as well so you know like she she has been around me and to me you know it's so normal it's so normal to talk about sex even with strangers because we are always together and we're such a good team together when we go out and we meet a lot of people we we've been traveling together to another city and whatever and we meet people all the time and they ask us what we do and i say you know i'm i run a business that support women in their spiritual and sexual awakening using that energy i work with tantra i teach about stuff around sex and pleasure and of course mindset and subconscious reprogramming and embodiment and spirituality and the sacredness of life but sexual energy is part of what i teach and i can really talk openly About, like, you know, if I'm horny in a public situation, I'm gonna say it. Like, I have no more shame around it. I'm gonna talk about pussies and cocks and, you know, just sex in general with, like, a lot of freedom. And it hasn't always been the case for me. It has been a journey, but because I have so much freedom within me, I naturally influence people around me to step more into that power, and because they can witness the freedom it gives me, and the confidence, and just the embodiment, and the power I get from it, I guess that's inspiring or something, which I love when I get a feedback like this, because I don't see it, because most of the not most of the people but a lot of people that I hang out with or look up to I feel like they are so much more liberated than I am. So I'm always like you know immersed in that realm and I don't see it but then I came in contact with someone that doesn't have the same liberation and the same awareness and the same freedom around sex because because this first piece of awareness we don't even know what's wrong with our sexuality. We're just like it's taboo it's in team Sorry, it's intimate and we don't even want to talk about it. And, and we think that the way we do sexuality is normal. But there is something that is not really normal. First of all, the reason why I care so much about this subject is because to me, reclaiming being a sacred slut is whew, super triggering and super deep for me to even say that and reclaim that. The reason for that is when I did a business school, I was bullied for being a slut. Everybody called me a slut. The whole fucking school, the whole fucking city, I've been blacklisted from companies and associations I wanted to be part of because of reputation. So I started to have this reputation of being a slut and I've heard stories about me like 90 percent of the stories I've heard about myself were completely false and it was based on you know how just gossip work and it's just insane now that I think about it because I'm like the stories were about how many sexual partners I have and about how um you know my sexual practices and how many guys I had in one night and whatever and I'm like this is fucking sick because now that I look back I'm like what would have been the problem anyway and people were saying stuff like I don't respect myself I'm just a slut I'm just someone you used to like have sex and then you throw her like and that has been very painful to live through just everywhere I go I had this reputation So this first year of business school was super damn hard and thankfully I was coming home to my roommates and they were a family and they held so much love for me um, and so much respect. I think a part that also really created so much suffering for me at the time is that um, I was drinking a lot. I was not in a good place in my life and I was getting drunk a lot so I didn't quite feel the part of awareness you know that I'm reclaiming now as an embodied sacred slot because now I decide what I do with my body and I would have many different sexual partners or I will be in conscious celibacy for many many months many many days and I feel a lot of freedom around my sexuality about what I say yes to what about I say no to and I'm definitely not perfect I'm definitely not perfect and I'm still working on my boundaries. I'm still working on the kind of sex that I want to have in my life of, you know, how do I fully embody this sacred slut and this ethical slut? Because it's not just about using people for your own pleasure. That's also something very interesting and very important that I want to mention is doing it in an ethical way. There's this book called The Ethical Slut that I really highly recommend it's about polyamory and relationships and sexuality and all those expressions that we don't even have a clue it's like deconstructing the boxes around the way we express relationships basically and love because you know we put a box like this is partnership and this is like a closed relationship they are in a couple or, you know, you're just having casual sex. or But there's just so many ways that we can be intimate and we can explore pleasure and we can explore love outside of those conditioning. And we don't even have ideas because we haven't seen them anywhere. We haven't seen them in school. We haven't seen them in the media or the entertainment industry. Like, in any movies or series, like, now it's changing. Now you have more... Um, lesbians or gay or you know tr- triple or, or, or triple <laughs> or, or non-monogamous or open relationships now you see it more and more but it's still quite very recent and you know it's, it, it's nowhere it's not you know it's not represented in a healthy ethical way when it is most of the time because it's about respect and love First, for ourselves and our bodies, and honoring that sexual energy and that sexual pleasure and that orgasmic blissful life that we can have when we are tuned in of that energy. It's something very sacred. That's why I call it sacred slut. It's not just to put, you know, glitters on an insult and be like, "Yeah, I'm a slut. I'm doing whatever, I, whatever I want with my body, and I'm just having tons of sex with tons of strangers." But doing it in a sacred way, it's recognizing and reclaiming what is your birthright, your birthright of being fulfilled and experience pleasure and experience love in many different forms. Because church would teach us that, you know, sex is wrong and you should like preserve yourself for the one and for procreation. And on the other side of the spectrum, it's porn, and porn is fucking, like, again, changing, changing now, there is a lot more conscious porn, should I say, Uh, but, um, and I'm not an expert, because I'm not really into porn, but, you know, learning from what I've learned, porn is a sick representation of sexuality, like, it's all about um, performance, and those bodies, and just the an old-fashioned way of doing sex like have you ever tried have you ever tried to have energetical sex uh you know when you do sex magics even with strangers like i've been to tantric events in the jungle where we work with deep sacred sex magic things so we work with that sexual energy and we touch and we dance and we could maybe even kiss um but we we do it we do eye gazing and we touch with by, by being blindfolded and and we just ask for what we want like could you touch me here in this way can you do it that would you be open for me to touch there no yes maybe not yet just working with boundaries and working with with feelings and touch and and dancing with that sexual energy as well, being like an ecstatic dance and whether it's by yourself or with a partner, not a partner like as in a romantic relationship, but someone else just, it can be a stranger. I've been again in the jungle, orgasming, um, like energetically orgasming in the cosmos without actually having sex, but it was a form of having sex. And the sacred slut is all of it. All of those aspects is discovering herself and her sexual power and her sexual potential. And this is fucking epic. You know, this is really, really amazing because when you're embodied in that, you just gain so much more freedom, freedom to be yourself and freedom to come back to that erotic innocence, to that curiosity of a child of like, well, What is it, this body? And what do I feel? And how does that feel? And, oh, this is pleasurable. And this is not so much pleasurable. And let me try this. And let me, you know, I love kissing. I've talked about this in other podcasts. I love kissing, so let me kiss many people. And so what? The meaning we make about it most of the time is not ours. I just realized when I started to really unleash that sexual expression and like not just for myself because I've been on this journey for myself like kind of in the closet if I say if I can say like this but when I started to share about this on my Instagram and posting pictures of my body that were very sexy very you know expressing my sensuality and my sexuality and talking about sex Wow, it triggered a lot of people that were used to a very like, you know, like blended, like super nice, good girl energy. Um and they were like, you know, like you don't have you don't have to do this that way and like this is, you know, I think you could have the same message without being so sexual and whatever. And I was like, oh, that's very interesting that especially women uh, came at me for that and they were so triggered. And I'm like, why? Like, this is so innocent. We all come from sex. Like, we all fucking come from sex. We come from uh, sperm and, and an egg that got fertilized. So, okay, this sexual energy is able to create life. This is where we came from. We come from a pussy. We were birthed out of a pussy. All of us. All of humanity. And... It's like, we have been carried in the womb. We have been like, like, you know, most of us. And it's like, why would it be so taboo? Why we can't talk about those things? Why is it so, you know, like, why would you call someone a slut? I don't get it. And so it's also about, breaking free from the conditioning we have around sex like you can only have sex with you know if you date a few times otherwise you'll be an someone that is easy or or whatever maybe the conditioning is the opposite but it's like let's do whatever we want with our sexual expression and how with our sexuality and how we express it so of that to say that you know my roommate is stepping into that journey and that really inspired me to um to record that podcast and to also share about the fact that being a sacred slut ethical slut is not necessarily about sex in the way that most people understand sex which is the physical like acts of being with someone but you can use sex magic for example sex magic doesn't like you don't touch your genitals you you could be self-pleasuring and using sex magic for fucking sure that's fucking epic or having sex with someone uh, physical intercourse and use sex magic but you could also just use and master and and just come in contact with that sexual energy because you can feel it you can feel it when you're turned on by life and a good way to do that is actually to go celibate for a while I've wrapped up my 50 days of conscious celibacy that started as 21 days and then 40 days and then I I was on the way to 50 and um and as you know, if you listen to the other podcast, I've also done nine months of conscious celibacy, almost 10 months of conscious celibacy, or 10 months, I don't actually remember, it doesn't even matter, um, for a while, because I wanted to explore my own sexual energy without any input or output into the world, but just, you know, exploring my pleasure and becoming my own lover, being like, okay, I can... Mm, You know, because I always, and I hear it a lot from people, and that's very funny to me, when they say, like, oh, I've been masturbating a lot, and, like, that's good, but, you know, it's not the same, I really want to have sex, I do agree to some extent, like, of course, when you bring someone else, or someone else, like, pearls, like, a lot of people, in it, in in your sexuality, of course, it's different. And at the same time, why would it have to be better? Like, people feel so bored about masturbation. And I get it, you know, I was like, yeah, I was saying the same things in the past. But then I'm like, I discovered like, well, I can make love to myself in the way that I want to be fucked. Like, let me do it for myself. Let me self-source my pleasure and make love to myself in the way that I would love a lover to do it. And it really looked like... You know, instead of, okay, let's be intimate here. When I was younger and when I didn't have, I was always very sexual. But I was not sexually awakened and sexually empowered. So, prior to my sexual awakening, I would masturbate for sure. But it would be, you know, performance, goal-oriented. It will be about just this clitgasm, like having an orgasm from my clitoris most of the time just rubbing my clit and then dawn, you know, most of the time I'll be lying down in my bed on my back or something or under the shower, super fucking boring. Like, I mean, nice, you know, orgasm is always fucking nice. But then after my sexual awakening, I would like make time and room to make love, just like, you know, bringing the romance, like lighting some candles, burning some incense, putting some music, spending hours of massaging, tuning into my heart space, my heart chakra, because if you know a little bit about the dynamic between um, feminine and masculine energy embodied in a feminine body, in a female body, in a male body, the female body, the plus, the positive pole is the heart and the negative pole is the um, genitals. And it's the opposite for a male, someone that is embodied in a male body, and... Um, and that would be, you know, the negative pole is the heart and the positive pole is the cock, the genitals. So what does that mean is for a woman to be activated and to be open, her her heart needs to be open and stimulated and, and to flourish so that she can open her pussy and her sexuality. It's the opposite for a male. It's, it's, they will feel the activation, sexual activation first, so that they can open the heart space. So knowing that, it was in, my, in exploring my own sexuality, it's about, you know, how can I breast massage for half an hour before I even start to focus on my genitals and that's all the difference between masturbation and self-pleasure because self-pleasure is literally making love to yourself it doesn't have to be about penetration or the clitoris or you know like genital focus and it's not about the orgasm either it's not about reaching that peak orgasm and then you're done and then good job and then let's go on with life there is a it's it's a whole like experience of diving into your pleasure and so it involves centrality it involves your senses that's why i talk about candles and music and smell and oil and touch and breathing and Dame, when you make love to yourself this way and like it's also about using toys and um Putting yourself in so many different positions, and you know, if you like to be choked, just choke yourself, or all of those things. And it's like you can provide for yourself. And if you make the conscious choice to be celibate for a while, um, and to really dive into that self exploration and your orgasmic potential, and just, and also a big part of it is like detaching sexuality from stuff that are not necessarily sexual like nudity like I love to be naked all the time like I'm naked all the time even more now um and a lot of people are triggered by nudity because they're like oh my god that's sexual that's not fucking sexual it's just my body without clothes um you know like um breast massage when we do a lot of breast massage we work with sensuality and we can feel turned on and all of that but like it doesn't have to be sexual and it's a lot of things like that that has been or like touch or hugging or um you know being naked with other people would mean something that you know there is sexual energy and I think we have been so conditioned to repress that energy or push it away or seeing it something wrong that we we repress it within our own being and it's really hard to navigate this because if it's owned and recognized, then it could be expressed in a healthy way. Um, So it's just, again, normalizing what's normal. And it's just very innocent. Again, I think the piece that I talk about a lot in my podcast is that childlike, energy that innocence that curiosity about life and just being like you know what like it's just what it is like let's stop judging let's stop blaming let's stop oppressing let's stop pointing fingers at people let's stop rejecting stuff that are part of the human experience please and the only way we can do that is by doing the inner work and looking in ourselves why do we believe what we believe? Because most of the time, our beliefs are not even ours. Like, I used to think that, you know, like, I used to be very... Like, I changed so much in this life. I had, like, 200 million lives in just this one. And I've changed my mind so many times. And I will, again, change my mind so many times. But it's about, you know, like, I used to think the same. Like, I would judge a woman if she would be very sexual and very know we'll be like she's vulgar do you say vulgar in english in french you say vulgaire. so but she's very like provocate provocative and and why does she want to show her ass and and talk about sex like she just she's trying to get attention whatever i was very judgmental of this and i couldn't see that it was not even mine that is not what i want to believe Another anecdote that I want to share about why do we believe what we believe. I remember receiving this, um, so it was not a dick pic, right? But um, someone that I used to know like 10 years ago when I was on Tinder um, found me on Instagram again and saw that I was talking about sex and sexuality and blah, blah, blah. And he uh, modeled, you know, some people they do to show that there are so many different vulvas or boobs or even cocks they draw stuff and it's like art you know to show that there is tons of shapes and it's a body image thing of like don't be ashamed of your genitals because they all look different and what we see in porn is fucking distorted whatever and he so he has he had a drawing uh in a book of his cock And he was like, oh, and he sent me that and he sent me me that, you know, he was very turned on and sexually excited, um, turned on, horny, uh, when he saw my stories or something like this. I don't really remember. It was a long time ago. And, you know, something inside of me, I was with a friend and I was telling her and she was like, you should get offended. But something inside of me, I'm like, well... I mean, I recognize that his pleasure, and we can be turned on by stuff, it doesn't mean anything, why would I be offended? And I think it's very deeply ingrained in our culture that, of course, because there is so much abuse as well, and so much lack of boundaries and stuff, and, you know, someone receiving an unsolicited dick pic, that is like crossing boundaries for fucking sure, um... And you could express it this way, but also a lot of male are not um, educated. They just don't know um, because no one, again, no fucking one talks about what I talk about, like boundaries and intimacy and how to say no and how to say yes and how to ask for what we want and what is right and what is wrong is so deeply, um, you know, decided by someone else, like their culture religion whatever and so anyway and I was thinking about it I'm like oh my friend is super offended for me and so a part of me was like well I should maybe get offended and be defensive and feel like it's wrong but then I thought about it I'm like I'm like it doesn't mean anything you know that the guy is horny and he shared it with me and if I don't want to receive it I can express it and ask for what I want and if I'm uncomfortable, I can voice it too. Like, you know, I'm not comfortable with you sharing that with me or whatever. But I'm like, and I don't want to engage in anything sexual with him. But it's like, it's like, no, we, we should be able to talk about the fact that we're horny. And that, you know, like, why would it be a problem? Why would it be so shocking? Like, damn, Let's normalize sexuality and let's be more free and embodied. So I've been on so many tangents in this podcast, but I love to talk about sex and I love to blame it on society of how fucked up we are around sexuality. And that is at the core of everything that I offer. So at the moment, I'm running Epic Woman. This is a six-week journey to embody your fucking epic woman. And there is a part, uh, because... During the whole six weeks, we're going to work with that sexual energy. We're going to embody it. We're not necessarily going to talk about sex, you know. We're going to do some tantric practices and sex magic and stuff. But it's at the core of it because it's our creative energy as well. And so when we bring more of this innocence and ethicality, because it's also about treating people with respect and love and, yeah, all of that. So if you want to join Epic Woman, if you feel called to this, this is a six weeks to really unleash your true magic and deconstruct all of this, reprogram your subconscious so you can really tap into the most epic version of you, the the version of you that has everything you fucking desire because your desires are holy and sacred and because you deserve to have everything that you always wanted and if you don't know what you want yet and if you don't know what embodiment is, like I really invite you to dig into that journey and you can return to me, we can talk about that too, but it's it's really about stepping into more power and sovereignty and inner authority. You decide, you make the rule in your own life. So with that being said, I wish you a very beautiful rest of your day and wishing you a lot of pleasure for the day. Thank you for listening to the podcast. For more free resources, online courses, spiritual events, coaching containers and deep initiation work, visit my website and let's connect on Instagram.